This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. People, I know it's been a little while, but yeah, we back at it. I am being true post 84 reasons, no games, no gimmicks, just reasons. Always making around trying to holler at everybody that wear that orange and blue. And it's a lot of these jokers these days. My next guest, man, wearing 33 at the wide receiver position means, man, listen, man, just give me a number, coach. I'm, I'm ready to go out there and get it done. I know what he does in the community. I be seeing what he's doing with them youngins out there. High praise coming from his teammates. Coach staff, people like Miss Savannah Bailey, the great Daniel Croft. What's going on with you, D. Croft? Man, I appreciate the time. Nice to meet you, man. No, man, nice to meet you. I, I want to jump right into it, man. A lot of times when we hear about the journey in college, you know, we hear about the four-star that, five-star that, oh, where is he going to go? I got 25 offers. No one ever wants to talk about the grind of a walk-on. No one ever wants to talk about the fact that, man, I know we don't get the fan fam, and I know we got to be Baker Mayfield to be the walk on that wins the Heisman. Again, uh, I know if nobody worked harder, y'all, and I and that's nothing against those other guys. Talk about number one, congrats! Listen, congrats on graduating with a degree in journalism. I, you know, I know you just you know you did that four years on the honor roll. Talk about having that that you know that discipline away from football, but also having to be there at them five a.m. workouts and all season. Yes, sir, man. So that whole five years, man, just being able to be disciplined within myself and, and coming on to a team and learning discipline, how to handle adversity is just something you need to know as a man, man. So just knowing that my degree comes first before anything, because if I don't got football, you know, I'm going to need a degree. I need my foundation. So I've just always been disciplined and just taking care of my school and academics first before anything, because if I don't have that, then I don't have nothing. So I've been really disciplined to be able to handle that and handle football on top of that, man. So it's been a beautiful journey. Crossover, but how crazy, but how crazy can it get? Because, like you said, your your mindset is already much different than everybody else. Like, look, man, I get it, y'all boys over here. Y'all got dreams. No, let me say this. Everybody got dreams and aspirations to go on pro. I don't care. Walk on scholarship. I don't care. But you said, no, my goal from the job, I gotta get my degree. Ain't, there ain't no ifs, ands. I don't care if we go five straight national championship teams. Why was your mindset already coming in? I got to handle my business that because. We never know how long this football thing gonna last. Yes, sir, man. For me, always just I've always had like a, a straightforward mentality just to handle everything that I that I have uh, on my plate. And uh, you know, being a walk on for me was just I've always had aspirations and dreams to make it to the NFL. And then one t um, came a time where I was thinking about committing suicide just because I wasn't in the place that I wanted for myself. Things don't work like that. I'm not defined by my sport, you know. I'm defined by what God gives me my abilities and what I have and everything on earth, you know? So I got to a point where I was like, you know what? If football don't work out, I'm a man. I can say that's okay. You know, I got other things on my table. So to be able to just have that discipline and have that mindset to be, if everything don't work out, then it don't work out, but I still have my degree. I can still have a plan B. So, you know, everything isn't guaranteed. And, I, and I've learned that in life. I learned how to accept things when they don't work out, you know? So I don't, I never question God. I just keep my head up high and I keep going, you know? A lot of people are going through different things, and a lot of people wish they can, you know, play football Florida. A lot of people that wish they can get a degree, and a lot of people 
do different things. And I've been fortunate enough to travel the world and see all the good parts and the bad parts of the world. So I've always made sure I take advantage of every opportunity that I have and, you know, never kind of question it or, or, or second guess myself. So I've always been that type of man. Because you just said a lot, man. I mean, you said when I was going to, you know, think about, you know, committing suicide. Number one, I'm happy that you didn't do that. So happy that you didn't do that because you represent a lot more than just, you know, the University of Florida and you represent your family, you know, you represent your friends, you represent your community. But how how did you how did you get how did you deal with that? I mean, you don't have to go into the exact details of what you were gonna but how how does one get past that at such a young age to be able to have those type of thoughts? First and foremost, man, I I was raised differently by two loving parents, man, and uh just I've been fortunate enough to travel the world with my mom. So growing up it kind of made me able to have a kind heart and just accept the things for how they are. But, you know, football was bigger than that for me, you know, growing up and uh, coming into college and playing with, and playing in the SEC and, you know, playing um, in front of boys like Van Jefferson, Tyree Cleveland, Trey Grimes, you know, Freddie Swain, Kyle Pitts, and just them taking me under their wing and treating me like a little brother. And uh, just seeing that just gave me more motivation and doing the things that I want to do and the aspirations and goals that I have for myself. So I got to a bad point when, you know, I did, I wanted things to work out in the way that I wanted to work out for myself in football. And, you know, every times I'm driving my scooter and I just, you know, want to crash into a car or whatever. Every times I'm outside crying because I ain't make this, I ain't make that. And I'm not in the right steps that I want for myself because as a walk on, I got to work a lot harder and I got to be in a different type of, a different type of um pedestal for myself in order to make it, you know? So, man, I had a good support group, man. I know Talitha Diggs, um, big time girl, big time track athlete, man. She kind of, you know, one time I was at Chipotle and she kind of, you know, just, she observed me and see that I was going through something and kind of like took me in as a sister, if that makes sense, man. So she was there for me and I, I just got into church more, man. And I, I got in with God more and I just surrounded myself with the people that wanted to help me rather than just, you know, stick to myself. You know, I was in a bad, I was in a bad place, honestly, for, a month, man. So I just used my support group and they, and they was always there for me. So I kind of got through it with that, man. But I, I talked to myself and I found more about myself and I, I realized that I'm not defined by football, you know, so much more bigger than that. I make it or I don't. It's life, you know. So that was kind of my mindset. That's kind of how I really went through it. Shout out to the shout out to the superstars, Talitha Diggs. Uh, I was blessed enough to have her on our 84 Reads. We appreciate her using you uh you know, her using her superpowers to step away from her superstardom and say, man, I see. It's it's one thing for you to be going through something. It's another thing for somebody to see it. Like, yo, D-Cross, I'm, I'm talking to that thing that you don't think I can see. Because as athletes, we can tell. We know each other better than anybody else. Well, number one, man, you are and will always be bigger than football, man. It, it, it hit, I know, for even for me, it's always been our identity. But you say you are making it. Because yeah. the whole thing about it is, whether you started or never played, no one knows why anybody gets drafted. As the person that got drafted, I didn't know I was going to get drafted until they called my name. So don't ever think you less than D-Cross. When you out there with, listen, when you out there with them youngins and they, they saying, that's Daniel Cross right there for Florida. Think about this for a second. Hold on. These are kids that say, bro, I, I had on an a, a, a orange and blue onesie. I ain't know I had that on my first baby picture. So somebody goes, and their whole life, they say, I just want to be a Florida Gator. Now, the odds are stacked against them. But they say, we got a Florida Gator coming to see y'all today. They go, I don't believe it. And you walk out there on that field. 
and they go, uh-uh. And they listening to, listen, they listening to every, that's the greatest day of their life. They go home and say, Ma, they said, what you do today? Ma, listen, sit down. Because no matter what, what you didn't see in yourself, somebody else always saw. They'd be like, I don't know what these cross talking about. That boy represent the biggest brand in the state, the hopes and dreams of many. So let me be the, let me, as a old former gator, let me tell you, man, you make me proud because I watch y'all for two reasons. Yeah, I want to see what happened on Saturday. But I, but when I say, when y'all smiling at them youngins, they can't make y'all do that. They can't say, D-Cross, be nice to them. They can't make you do that. It's got to be right. something in you. So, and, man, you graduate. See, what they don't tell you is the guys that have the longest careers in the NFL, a lot of them graduate. So they already said, hey, man, because I don't know how long this thing – like, what people, what people don't know about Richard Sherman, the great Richard Sherman, he was valedictorian of his high school. He was summa cum laude at, at, at freaking Stanford. So he goes, football has always been his plan B. He just was a great player at it. So let me say, man, you've done it. Don't don't think, don't don't think less of it, man. I ain't got you on here so I can be like, hey man, I want people, I want people to know who the hell D Cross is. I want people to know, hey man, the struggles that you have, you ain't in it by yourself. People like myself, Talitha Diggs. You know, uh, Savannah, whomever, Bernard Brown, I know he ain't there no more, former teammate of mine. So, number one, man, I'm super duper proud of you, man, that you didn't do something that you could have easily done because you, we, 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 did, what we don't understand is that we take our lives, you're killing your parents. Their life is over. Right. If you got siblings, their life is over. Anybody that loves you, because the rest of their life, they got to think, what happened? I don't care. So, not that I ain't gonna, you know, relish on that, but I do commend your courage, man, for even saying it out loud. Cause I know a lot of times we go through it. When you can say it out loud, that's when you know you've overcome it. But I gotta say, man, what is it like being a Florida Gator now? See, when I played, we were still across the street, walking up the stairs, going over to the practice field. Now y'all boys got parking spaces, y'all got chefs. Y'all telling people, meet me at the pool later. What? Meet me at the hot tub. Meet me in the sun. Y'all freaking locker room look like a, 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 a G5 jet. Y'all looking like y'all first. Talk about going from one coach to another coach, but really all the changes that's happened at Florida. And the facility, man, a beautiful facility that, um, you know, don't take for granted. It's just it, being, being able to be at the facility um, all day, 24-7 is a blessing, man. It feels like home, you know, coming from Coach Mullen being at the stadium, you know, getting food upstairs and, um, like, this little room and um, having more of the resources with this new facility, just beautiful. The parking, man, the parking was so bad with, with Mullen, man. We didn't have no parking. Everybody was getting tickets. I remember back and forth, tickets, tickets, tickets. So, you know, we have our own parking spots. We have our pool. Um, training facility is beautiful, you know. One thing that I love the most about the facility is that the – um connections we can make with different athletes how athletes all have opportunity to eat with one another so i see different athletes eating with different athletes tracking with swimming team swimming team eating with football team everybody you know everything so i love being being able to be brothers and sisters you know as athletes uh through that way so uh, yeah, it's a blessing man honestly because what you man nil social media y'all got people have a lot of access to y'all now from the gator walk to Florida victorious to Gator good to all these different things. How do you balance it all? Because the responsibilities from on the field is one thing. Y'all got so much stuff going on off the field. Not to mention, man, I still got my I still got to go to class. My lady still want to go to the movie. I'm like, I can't. She she don't she think she think I'm lying to. Her. I ain't lying to you, man. I got to go through this. Talk about 
the schedule you have now from being able to say, bruh, I don't even know when I get time for me. I mean, honestly, for me, like, I don't do what everybody else do, honestly, boss. I, I stick to myself, you know. Uh, I don't smoke. I don't got no tattoos. I don't do drugs. I don't care to go out on party. You know, me and my brother, Justin Shoulder, I used to be roommates with him. All we used to do was just work, work, work. We used to train. We didn't care about going out. When we get home, we get on the game. I take care of my tutor in my school. You know, now I got a lady on my last my last year of football, man. I just worry about school. I train. I get my extra work in. I go to football. I don't hang out. Really, I don't really hang out with nobody. I don't really go out and do none of that, man. I get on the phone with my lady, talk to my lady. You know, I just handle my business with football and school. And that's pretty much it. And, you know, life feels a lot more peaceful, you know, with myself and with football ever since what I've been going through anyway. So I've kind of just been that type of person to just take care of football, take care of school, you know, when I want to have fun, if I want to show face, I show face, but I don't really do too much. I'm not really in the crowd like that, you know, so that's just me personally. So it's I've always been able to balance and have that discipline to be able to take care of the things I need to take care of. And when I'm nice to my tutors and I'm nice to my people, things usually work out in the way that I want for myself or the way that I didn't see for myself. And it usually kind of helps me in the long run. So just being that person to be able to take care of my business before anything. And, you know, when a party or whatever, when I want to have fun, I can have fun in the future, you know, so I had good times with all my boys back in the freshman year. But now, you know, I got to a mentality and an age where it's like, you know what? not really giving me no money what I'm at, what am I really here for you know so I kind of just kind of keep to myself nowadays really but uh, I'm, I've been really uh good be being able to balance all those things that I have on my table delayed gratification is something that this generation is is, is hard to do I want it right now I want it I want it right now where does right. that come from with you because I mean you you are part of this gen you you are part of this generation but it seems like you outside of it as far as your mentality where does that where does that mentality come from yeah, man, my dad played basketball here from, uh, you know, 91 through 95, Dan Cross. Um, it's kind of taught me a lot, really taught me a lot. My biggest hero right now. So, um, you know, he was really a big star back then in the day. So I kind of wanted to make my footsteps similar to his. So um, just being that, just being humble with myself and just taking time to work on myself. I've always known he's always taught me, like, you know, there's always going to be a time and place to have fun, you know. Baby's going to be there, whatever the case may be, you know. For him, he's always shown face, but he's always been about getting his work done so he can get to the highest to the highest that he wants to be at for himself. But um, I've just always been able to work on myself. I've seen greats of the greats in the NFL now, like Kyle Pitts and Van Jefferson. I've seen how they implement with their lives in college. You know how they deal with their ladies, and you know they don't really go out. They take the time that they need to for school, and they take those time and they take the time to get their workouts in, and they just really, you know, they're not really out in the crowd like that. If that makes sense. So I'm like, dang. That's what I'm gonna start doing, you know. I kind of implemented that in my life, and I and I started to live like that. And I've never second guessed, like maybe should I be out with these people or these boys, man? It's like for what, you know? So I've always been like that, man. And it feels good for, for me, honestly, to, to be like that. I'm not really worried about anything. I I don't gotta worry about getting caught up or getting in trouble with anybody, anything like that, man. So just having peace within myself and, you know, what I do in my life, stuff like that kind of helps everything because I don't ever want to get off track with what I have going on in Florida, you know. So playing in the SEC and, and, and having tutoring in class is just always a big thing, part of it. Yeah, you can have fun, you know, but um, time and place for that, man. But uh, I got bigger goals than that, so. Stephanie Cross, you're still one of the ones. I mean, you graduated from the University of Florida. I mean, you spent five years there. You went through two different coaches. You went through, I mean, you was there during the freaking pandemic. Oh, you know, it's, it's just craziness, everything. Because because the whole thing about it is, right, people think, oh, man, you got to be all SEC. You got to be first team all American. You got to be a first round draft pick. You, no, you don't. You got to be in them seats. Because you know, walking around Florida, right, 
everything now is, oh man, I'm, you know, doing intramural football. They think they're good enough to do it. And you be like, bro, um, it ain't, it ain't sweet, bro. These workouts are serious. These responsibilities are serious. Your mindset, because you you were there under two different coaches. Right. How do you, how do, how does one deal with that? Because because it's like this. New coaches mean, man, new way of doing things, new coaches staff, new culture. What was it about Billy Napier that made you go, look, man, I made, yes, coach, you didn't, you weren't the one that was here when I got here. But look, I made the decision to come to the University of Florida no matter who the head coach is. What was it about Billy Napier that made you go, hey, man, I can rock with this dude? Um, Being with Mullen, man, was, that turned me into a whole different person, a whole other man in a good way, man. Just being able to be able to grind and just, have that discipline and stability to be able to keep my body going and my mindset going at the same time. And um, that taught me a lot, honestly. So coming in with Coach Napier, Coach Napier was more of a people person. You know, he actually cared in a, in a better way for the athletes. On top of that, putting them in the right position uh, for success, you know, having this new facility and parking and um, taking more time um, with the staff to connect with more of the players and stuff like that and just help take care of the players. So just being able to transition from that just kind of was like, this is this is something I can adjust to. This is something I can I can rock with, you know. So that was pretty much my uh, transition process and, and um stability with that. The thing about you, D Cross, man, that I can appreciate is, man, you keeping in the buck on here because I think it's, I think sometimes when we talk about the life of the student athlete, we see we we get snapshots. We see y'all in practice. We see y'all getting on the plane. We see y'all throwing up, you know, uh, having fun with each other. Y'all getting another new pair of Jordans. I don't know how many you've gotten. Since you got there, right? All, all your whole closet full of them. But the grind, the grind of college is one thing. The grind of college football is a total different thing. And you got to do both. But you did it. See, a lot of times, the only reason why I say you did it is this, man, you you on honor roll every year. Which means, hey, man, I ain't, and you said something that I think gonna go over people's head. You said, I'm nice to my professors. I'm nice to my, you know, to my tutors. I'm nice to the people that help me. When I tell you that's what's going to help you later on in life, because you don't know who you're going to see again. You could be anywhere. This is the thing. They might not remember you. No, I'm sorry. What am I saying? Of course they're going to remember you. They're going to say, what's up, D. Cross? Before you, and you're going to be like, what? So let me tell you as a person who's, you know, you, you are, you a journalism major. In this business, if you want, if you want to indeed be in this business, it's, it's who you know. Right? Because if somebody go, what's up, man? What's up, man? Man, come here. You want to do this? Because you done what you you have what no one else has, and that's playing experience. You're like, man, I've been out there. I know what it's like to play in LSU. I know what it's like to be in Tennessee. I know what it's like to play in Jacksonville. But I got them chops too. I got that. I got that. I got I, this. I don't know if you see y'all journalism jokers, man. Y'all can do the typing. Y'all can write stories. See, that's a skill, though. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why that's a skill. As a person that's in this business, everybody, yeah, man, we want you to come on, man. We want you to write for us. I say, have, I say, hey, have you ever seen me write before? No, because I don't write. Mm. I didn't go to journalism school. You know, I, I went to I went to the school. I went to the school of University of Florida, Tennessee Titans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Oakland Raiders, and life. But people like yourself, you got a skill set. And you got a degree to back it up. Like, man, I got a degree. University of Florida School of Journalism. I can only imagine. Right. That journalism school can't sit down next to you. You like, they like, what's in your cross right there? Yeah, that's him. What the hell is Because yeah. you know, to them, they thinking we're going to be over there, you know, sociology majors like me or something that's 
easy to do. They don't think that, hey man, I might be, I might work for the New York Times one day. I might work for the LA Times or the Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that to say, man, keep doing what you're doing because you have a degree that can take you places. Because right. people need them written. Plus, we need you in, we need you in these media, we need you in these rooms, man, to be like, man, don't nobody want to hear that. What? Don't nobody, don't, don't, don't write about that. Don't want to, don't nobody want to hear about no two kittens, you know what I'm saying? And one was white and one. No, no, no. We want to talk that talk. We need you in the so like I say, man, keep doing what you're doing. But I gotta ask this, man. You talked about man, Jefferson Grimes, you know, Kadarius Tony, you had, but Ricky Pearsall. Ricky Pearsall had him on last year. No, he came up from Arizona State. Man, what is it like? What one number one? What type of teammate was he for you? And what was it like, you know, having, you know, going to battle with a guy like that who you know, man, he can run after run? Man, Pierce, I was not a lot like him. Like, they call that boy pretty Ricky for a reason. That boy smooth to me, man. But he's like a brother, man. Very humble guy. Very um passionate about what he does, man. Just everything. I know Ricky's always going to have my back no matter what. That boy's a hard worker. That boy's a, a very hard worker. And I, I'm attracted to people with that type of work ethic. And not a lot of people got that work ethic these days. So really just being around him has just been so motivational, so inspiring. But just, you know, Ricky is a very humble guy. Props to Ricky, man. It's just a lot I can talk about. I mean, I can talk about Ricky all day. But um, playing with him as a teammate has just been – he's a true embodiment of, a, of of the Gator standard, really. So, um, yeah, big shout-out to Ricky, really. Big shout out to you, man. I heard a lot of your teammates say about you, man. Your name comes up there, so they say Daniel Cross will do anything for the squad. Like, like that, 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 no, 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 that's the thing, though. Do anything for the squad, like anything. What do you mean, man? If Ricky had to run down, man. Look, hey, Rick, what? We need you to get on defense and get, go on the cornerback, go on the corner blitz. Let's do it. Like being a great teammate, man. Is to me, that's the hardest thing you got to learn. Cause man, everybody want to play everybody. But when did you realize, man? I like you just said, Talitha Diggs saw. You had a need, and she—that's what she spoke with. You seem to be a player to say, "Look, man, whatever they need me, man, I'ma just be that." Because impact to me is bigger than influence, right? Impact means everybody in this building know I know about me. Equipment, stat, equipment guys, strength guy. Where did that come from? Because the thing about it is, D Cross is if I listen, and you ain't wrong. If you ain't playing, I don't care where I am on the depth chart. I'm pissed. I want to play, but. I could I could become somebody different because of that. I could become the worst guy to be around because I ain't playing. You made a decision. I ain't gonna be that. I ain't gonna let what I want individually to get in the way of my contributions. Man, it takes a lot to do that, man. Because I can say this, you don't gotta say it. Out of all the receivers, ain't but one Ricky now, and there's other slots. And I know they got Wilson, and you know. And when you start saying when you so when you're on the phone with your lady, you like, look, I ain't gonna call no names, but I can play over this guy. I can, and that's not calling nobody out. How do you keep your mind like, man? Let me just still focus on good energy, positive energy, being being a contributor, and not becoming a cancer because only players know players, man. Coaches can say whatever they want. I commend you, but how did you maintain that level of, of balance and not say, I ain't finna turn into no, you know, no crazy person around here? Because I could, because y'all see the tape. And when I say tape, I'm talking about practice. 
Uh, man, for me, man, first and foremost, I've just always been a humble, generous person. Um, growing up, I've always been a people person. You know, every time I'm in the building, you gonna remember, you gonna remember my face. You gonna remember me as a person. I'm always talking to the janitors. I'm always talking to the lunch staff. Everybody down to the homeless people outside, asking if they need anything, how their day going. I'm a, I'm gonna treat you like a human being before anything. I don't care about my name. I don't care about what platform I am. I'm gonna always treat you as a human being. And you always gonna remember that. Down to my professors, my tutors, everybody, everybody. I talk to everybody. I'm a huge people person. I get along with everybody, and um. I've just learned to always accept things for how they are. And growing up, I've always learned, you know, things will not always work out in the way that I want for myself. You know, everything is written by God's hands. Everything is God's plan. So I've seen me in this place being able to not take anything so well the way that I want it for myself. And I learned I'd rather be accepting towards something rather than to, you know, um, take it in a bad way because I've been such a, a people person. I've seen how people are with their lives or how they get when something doesn't work out for themselves or in their favor. So I'm like, okay, first and foremost, I've only been playing football one year. I played East River at my high school for one year. And I got a walk-on position. You know, I worked my ass off, excuse my language, to get this position. And now here I am at the University of Florida. This can be easily taken away from me just as I got it, number one. Uh, two other people would dream to be playing in my spot. Mind you, I ain't play football my whole entire life. I only played off for one year in high school, and I was able to work my butt off to get this position. So I've always been like, okay, Cross, you only play one year, you know? You're going to still work your butt off and work with these boys, you know? And, and if it don't work out, you know, I got to a point where it was like, you're not like everybody else. First of all, you wasn't playing football like these boys. You wasn't no five-star. You wasn't you ain't do no camps. You ain't do nothing. You know, so being able to keep my head straight and have that mentality to be like, you know, I'm going to just work my bottom. If I'm going to do what I do at the end of the day, I'm going to do my part. You know, coaches see me, I'm going to always do my thing. So if the coaches, you know, give me a, a position or a spot, my dad always said, when they call your name, be ready. When they call your name, be ready. One thing I'm always going to do when they call my name, I'll be ready. So I'm going to just, when, when that time comes, it comes. I don't know if it's going to come tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to come next week. I don't know that. So I'm going to just do what I got to do until that time comes, you know. Unfortunately, it didn't come in the way that I wanted to, and that's okay. I'm a man. I can say that's that's okay. Three, four years ago, I couldn't say that, to be honest. But now I can say that as a man, and free willingly, it sounds good to me, you know. I'm at peace with it because I took everything I needed to take from football, academics, and everything, man. I did everything I knew I could, and, you know, didn't work out in the way that I wanted to, and that's okay. Life still goes on. So I was able to keep that mindset, you know. I was able to see how my other boys, you know, that were on top of me didn't really get a spot that they wanted to. So I'm like, okay. You know, yeah, I got goals and aspirations for myself, but if it's happened to one person, you know, it may not really be me or it could be something within the program. But then again, like I'm still do my part. So, um, that was pretty much the rundown of everything and how I was able to uh, manage all that. Um, and I would go deep in my head and be like, damn, this and that. And I wish I was in this position, but I got to keep that to my stuff. And it was more fuel to the fire for me. It, it was able to give me more um, motivation. Um, the things that I wanted to do was able to make me work harder. So I was able to um, grind a lot harder, but um, just didn't get that, that spot that I wanted for myself. And that's okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You played football for one year? Yes, sir. So let me get this straight. Hold up. See, see that? See that? See, because I'm, I'm listening to it all. You said, I played football for one year, man. You know, I got to walk around. I'm like, stop right there. I ain't go no camps, ain't no. And yeah. you graduated from Florida. Yeah. You got guys like 
Van Jefferson and Kyle Pitts who can vouch for you the type of player you are. You got you got, got you got young guys like Wilson and them who was at, I guarantee you they was asking you, hey, uh, D. Crossman, did I run this route right? You became a mentor to these youngins that's on the team right now. You got you got people like Savannah Bailey and the different ones saying the type of person and player you are, and you play football for one year. D. Cross, man, you a freaking alien, man. No, no, hold up, cause see, cause see, it, it has to be put in perspective. It's like somebody say, hey, that's like somebody saying, hey, man, this dude dunked on another dude. No, 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 the dude, the dude that got dunked on was six ten, and the dude that dunked on him was six feet. That's different, yeah. right? That's you different, man. And let me tell you something. You keep on saying something. I gotta, I gotta correct. You know, you, you know, no, you did get it. Now I get what you want to do. Ultimately, I get that part. You know how many players you've seen come and go since you've been in Florida? A bunch, right? Bunch. Too many, like too many to name. That was never you. Think about that, man. I'd have seen players come in, leave, right? I got you on here to let people know you are the core essence. So when people talk about, man, what is a Florida Gate Daniel Pro? How you know? Cause man played one year of football. Which means if if he walked on to Florida, he could have easily, easily got a scholarship somewhere else. Easily. I'm going to stick with this. My pops went here. I'm chasing a different legacy than most of these dudes are. Exactly. And I stuck with it. Coach Lee, coach get fired, still here. No NIL, NIL, still here. Let me tell you, man, much respect to you because the journey of a walk-on, man, is different, man. It's always going to be different. It's, but it's even crazy when your daddy went there. Like Odom, his daddy went there. And he's transferred now, right? See what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's you know uh I just I just I, I brought you on here, D Cross, so you can speak your listen, so you can speak your truth, so you can let people know I'm one of them ones, man. Did, did you did you hold on? Did you run out? Did you run out there on senior day? Yes, sir. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I should do it. So man, I, I did it. Then let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause the reason why I asked is this: <clears throat> my senior day, it was against Florida State. That y'all was it. Mine was that night, y'all. You know, different things. We said we wasn't gonna cry. We like, look, man. They said they said y'all seniors. We like, ain't nobody. We got in front of that gator head, dude, and I, I just got real misty. Like, what the? We looking at each other. What's wrong with you? Ain't it? Let me tell you. Listen, D. Crawl. Listen, listen. You got recognized by all of Florida Nation. They all out at wide receiver number thirty. Man, what was that feeling like running out there to say, man? <sighs> it's already over with. It feels like I just walked through these doors. What was that like running out in front of in front of in front of eighty what ninety something thousand faces? Uh, I processed things differently, man. I was just living in the moment, honestly. So it was it was really a beautiful moment. I never really experienced anything like that. So just being out there and just being grateful in the spot that I was given, and um, just everything that I was experiencing, man. I was kind of just taking it in and just being humble with it, really. So. Uh, it was beautiful, to be honest. What do you, what are you gonna remember the most, man, about your time in Florida? What, what stands out to you the most? Mm, I would say the people I met and the connect, yeah, the connections I met, uh, the connections I made. I'm sorry. D Cross, man, you see, I come on here thinking, oh man, I'm gonna talk D Cross, man. I know him, you know, Orlando. You know what I'm saying? Central, them Central, them West Orange County, but I don't know if it's West Orange County or Seminole County. It's one of them, North, one of them counties 
Good um, Lord, y'all love y'all counties in Florida. My God, they, they love. What, what county are you from in Florida? Man, it's Orange County. <laughs> you see, you, Orange County. You know, any. Listen, let me tell you something, man. You did that county, that city, that 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 community, that high school. Your family proud. They brag about you every day because I'm gonna say this: if the road is already mapped out for you, if they waiting on you and everything is put together, you know what I'm saying? You good. What about if I got to make my own path? Even if my daddy came through here through here first, what if I got to put it together every year? They gonna say, "Man, what you gonna end up?" That man just graduated. Degree in journalism, honor roll, which means I ain't play away from this thing. And it's some kids in this Gainesville community that's arguing with a kid right now saying, no, D Cross told me that he didn't tell you that. He told me to put my arms like he told you to. I'm telling that's the part, man. It's that part right there because you know what I mean? The D Crosses it is in the world that just want a shot. Think about that. I just want a shot. Bro, you out there every day. Think about this. There's guys that's on scholarship. They ain't getting out there. And they didn't realize that until they got to, you, they didn't realize that until they got to college. Hey, man, I'm on scholarship. And I ain't but 11. Yeah. And, 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 these, and I, listen, any 11 they run out there is good enough. I'm going to say that again. Any 11 they run out there on Saturday is good enough to represent them games. Don't give me that. He's second team, third team, no team. He's in the building. Yeah. So all I'm saying to you is, man, you are the best part of the University of Florida, man, because you the part that people think, you know, is the easiest. Uh-uh, you got the hardest part there is. I got to stay focused. I got to stay ready. <laughs> but on top of that, man, I got to uphold the standard. I think you do that. I think you more than do that. I think your daddy is proud, your mom and dad. Matter of fact, before I let you out of here, you talked about moms and pops, man, your dad being your hero. What would you say to moms moms and pops, man, like what they mean to you? Because they the reason why you're doing it. Um. I'm very grateful to be in the position I am as their their son. Um, I know I'm making them proud. You know, my mom has always taught me to work hard for the things I want. And um, first and foremost is always be myself before anything, because my foundation, the way I've worked on myself is separating me from a lot of people. And I connect with people on a different scale, more in a human type of way, more in a, a physical and emotional and mental type of way, if that makes sense. So I've just been able to connect with people. Man, I treat people like human beings. I don't care what nobody going through my always check up on somebody i'm always going to make sure somebody always remembers my face and how i treat them before anything because that's the point of life treating people the way they want to be treated uh, you know the world is an ugly place right now you know sad to say but like i'm, I'm always going to be daniel cross i'm always going to treat people with respect i've been fortunate enough to 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 travel around the world man and see different things i've been able to see different ethnicities gather a love for people, gather a, a respect and, a, and a, a stronger love for ethnicities and cultures and, and people all over the world, man. So just being that, it just opened up my heart and my eyes to people and, and life more. So just being able to um, be that type of man for myself, how I've always envisioned myself and just being able to take that and grow on that, man, has just always been able to, it's been a beautiful ride and a beautiful journey. And I've, I've, I've had a beautiful life. So having that from seeing how my mom and dad were, you know, they divorced when they were 11, when I was 11. So, um, being able to see how you know they transitioned from that and just being able to see how my father mentored me my mom mentored me and i kind of took that and made it my own thing and said i'm going to be better than what you guys envisioned from for my life so i've always been able to uh, work on that and just always been able to work on myself man like i said i don't go out i don't do none of that extra stuff that everybody else does i just take the time to work on myself so i can be the best version of daniel cross i could be he is daniel cross man that is world traveled he respects 
I respect the janitor just as much as I respect the CEO. I respect right. the man. I respect the man on the outside just as much as I respect the chef making my food. I connect, I connect with people on a Let human me, level. Tell you something. I'm the only athlete, one of the only athletes, I promise you, on my football team that knows every single janitor all over University of Florida. Everyone I see, I always, I talk to every single one of them. I'm, I ain't never seen, like, I ain't never seen nobody really do that, man. So just the fact that they don't even get enough praise for what they do. And the fact that I take time out of my day to even go talk to them before I talk to really anybody else, you know, I have conversations with all of them. So that's just, you see how I separate myself from everybody else, man. I don't really care to do all that other stuff or walk past them and not say anything, man. They, a lot of these coaches and teammates just walk past them. They don't even say nothing, you know. And they doing stuff for us. So it's like, you know, why you can't be that type of person? So I so said, I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm going to be me. I'm going to treat everybody with respect. I don't care what pedestal. I don't care how low, how big, however you see yourself, however other people see you. I'm always I'm always check up on you. That's it. That, that's love, though. That's love. That's how I was raised. You know, so it made people feel good when you check up on them, man. You'll never really know what I'm going through. I had a teammate that killed himself. Um, Last year, man, so it's, it gave me a lot more realization on what people actually go through. So I've been able to connect with people on an even deeper scale because I've had someone that I already knew who I thought I could help, you know, you know, uh, bless his soul and allow him to rest in peace. But you really never know what people are going through at the end of the day. And I'm a testament of that. You know, I've been through stuff and I look at myself and people were looking inside me to help me out. So I just took those two events and kind of was like, you know, what? you never know what somebody going through. I would just check up on somebody. So, yeah. He is Daniel Cross, wide receiver for them Florida Gators. I am being true, former Gator, host of 84 Reasons, but he is really Daniel Cross, man of the people. Most people say separation through preparation. No, his separation is through kindness, compassion, humanity. Just an understanding, man, I don't care who you are and where you are. I love you. I'm going to make sure I check up on you. And I guarantee you, it's a bunch of number 33 jerseys on the wall of every janitor at Florida right now. They got that third yeah. on the wall saying, that's the homie right there. D-Cross, man, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Let me tell you something, man. I used to tell people never, ever, never, ever change, but you definitely got to change. But don't stop being you, man. Don't stop being you because I'm telling you, oh, you ain't know that somebody got your jersey on the wall? Oh, I know who got your jersey on the wall. So when I get to Florida, I'm going to say, listen, man, D-Cross want to know what color you got. Oh, I got, I got the white one. I got the orange one. Hell, I got the black one. I got the 33 black up on the wall with the cross on it. So, hey, man, listen, tell your parents they did a hell of a job with you, man. Never stop being you. And like I say, when I see you, you know, at the top, man, I'm only coming up there to shake your hand, man. I said, man, where you going? I'm going back down to the bottom. Don't you stay right here. I'm going back. I'll send them up to you, baby. I'm good. You stay right here. Because, listen, if, listen, if you a journalist, be, be warned. Don't get too comfortable. Because the Daniel Cross, if his name come across your desk with his resume, just know. That man coming for it all. And every if it's a building got 100 floors, that's 100 janitors. All oh. of them don't know. Respect, respect to you, big time. Respect. Uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate the time. Appreciate it. I want to just say thank you for all the support you guys have been giving us. But make sure, if you do nothing else, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. As much as I love you guys coming through and showing support, man, I got to make sure you stay around, man. So make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the share button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. This is 84 Reasons.
There's no games, no gimmicks. Just like, sharing, and subscribing. And we out.